Welcome into Studio H, Impact 89 FM Studios on the beautiful campus of Michigan State University. This is The Pylon. I am your host, Michael Markach, alongside my co-host, Jay DeCoster. Manit Patel, Owen Ozus, is going to try to get here for the pick We don't know if he's going to make it. So once again, no Owen today, but we will see if we get him later on. How are we doing, fellas? Pretty good. Uh, great divisional games this weekend. I cannot wait. This is like one of my favorite times of the year because we all know wildcard weekend's great and the super wildcard weekend had the extra game and stuff. But like, let's be honest, the two versus seven games, I mean, they were both garbage. So like, this is the real like weekend. Yeah, I kind of wanted to bring it up later, but I guess I'll say it now. Do we think to seven team That's makes what I was about sense to ask. going forward? Yeah. I mean, the like, more the more football, the better, but like the two versus seven is just, just like not. It's for, just it's money. Just, That's all it yeah. is. It's. Exactly. I don't know if it really like makes things more competitive. I feel like different teams would have made it more competitive. I could have seen New Orleans definitely given Tampa Bay a battle, better battle than Philly and the Chargers. I think the Chargers would have given them the Chiefs a better matchup than the yeah. Steelers, which That's is true. why I wanted the Chargers tie so never bad. Played the Chiefs though. Chargers oh. would have only oh, played the Bills. Right. The Raiders. Gotcha, but, but still. the Raiders and Chiefs have always played close. No, they did not this year. Really? Chiefs blew them out twice. Oh, They've been right. whatever like forty-one nine. It's an interdivision matchup. Like I yeah. still think it would be. Oh, it might have been closer. Um, but that's just me. But like I like I said, like it's just, like Manit said, it's all about money. And you know, the NFL eventually is going to go to one versus eight. They're going to get rid of the buys. They're going to add another game. They're going to go eighteen games. Oh my god! You know that's going to happen, uh, right? I don't so think. I don't th- actually. I don't. I actually. I, I disagree. Can't see them play I don't. Like the NBA. Here's the thing. I don't think they're going to do that because one, the CBA. Is now intact for like the next not, uh, nine eight years, years. Yeah, nine eight, like eight nine years. Um, they can't do any changes to it really until that expires. So it's gonna still be a long time before you'd see something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I do know they want to go to eighteen games, but I don't. I've not heard anything about them wanting to expand the postseason. They're gonna they're gonna chop off another preseason game, so mm-hmm. they're gonna have two oh. preseason games, and then eighteen regular seasons. So you're still gonna play a total of twenty games, but now you're only gonna have two in the preseason, which is what the players want. The players are like, because I mean, there's some players who don't even play at all in the preseason. So there's really no point in them having more than two preseason. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's for players that, you know, that are trying to battle for roster spots. And, you know, I, I agree cutting the preseason. I just think, you know, for a fan's perspective, it's just not, not really worth watching except, you know, maybe your draft picks, but, you know, I think eventually my my prediction is they're gonna add another another game another playoff game just because it's the NFL and it's all about money, and they're gonna get rid of the buys. Uh, that's what I think. Like not like in the next five years. I'm thinking like in the next maybe like ten to maybe like ten years or something like that. I mean, well, who knows? I, I just, just think don't know if you could get rid of the buy because it's. Such, I don't want it either. It, I think well, no, because here's the issue. It's such in the NFL knows this. It's such. The buy is part of the reason why you can still have competitive games late in the year. Is that mm-hmm. buy? Because if you didn't, there's no point in the Chiefs really trying from week 14 on. They know they're probably going to host the first round game, and you know it. There's no point. The buy incentivizes late season competition, which is what Roger Goodell said on. He was actually on Peyton and Eli on the last regular season uh, Monday night game of the year. He said that's exactly. He's like they're hoping for these week 18 games. They make them all interdivisional. For competitive reasons, and if you take away the buy, you're gonna lose some of that. Um, like, I mean, yeah, because the Chiefs had to play against the Broncos because they had to try to get the buy. The Titans had to play all their starters because they had to beat the Texans and clinch the buy. Like it, it got. There's just it, yeah. There's incentives on the line now, even for the good teams. I hope it doesn't happen, but good. you know, 
yeah. Super Wild Card Weekend was not very good in my opinion. There's there's two there's one and a half good game <laughs> games. Yeah. All so. right, well, I want to start with just some takeaways all around from the weekend. I mean, I think we kind of just covered it with a couple blowouts. So let's get into some talking points, starting with some coaching news, trying to keep everyone updated with all of the news around the league. It's kind of a dead time besides all the playoff teams right now, but there isn't a lot of news with them besides the actual games. But one report that did come out just a couple nights ago from Bruce Feldman, he tweeted that Jim Harbaugh would likely take the Raiders job if it was offered to him. That's wow. I mean, like I wouldn't say that's surprising to me, but I mean, I, I think it would it come down to the Raiders and the Bears and I think the Raiders have to be to be the favorite here. And he just hired I just we just saw that we just, we talked about this last week, but he just hired one of the assistants from Notre Dame to to come to Michigan. So it, it'd be kind of weird for him to hire yeah, I don't see it. Some assistant. I, it'd be kind of weird for him to hire an assistant and just leave, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, unless I Michigan is in a weird situation because they need to up the money on his contract. Yeah, because he took a pay cut after the disappointment year he had in 2020. But it's also too soon to commit long term because we don't know whether or not those results are fully viable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a weird spot. They have to decide whether or not, after one year, they think he's the guy. While Vegas also needs to decide whether or not he's the better fit than Basakia, which I think wouldn't end well in the locker room. I mean, I've already heard that Basakia is a long shot to get the job. It, even if it's sucks. not, even if it's that really, sucks. even if it's not Harbaugh, I've heard he's a long shot. It's that surprising, really just because everyone like. The Raiders players were talking about, like, Max Crosby was on an interview the other day and said he loves Rich Bisaccia, and, oh. and they, all the players love that guy, and that they're putting, he's, he puts, uh, like, like post-it notes in their lockers after every, or before every game, like, giving him motivational quotes and stuff and stuff like that. Like, that'd be, that. I mean, that'd be pretty surprising, like, just because of the job he's done, right? Yeah, I mean, the same thing kind of happened a few years ago. When Hugh Jackson was fired in Cleveland, Greg Williams took over, and that was Baker's rookie year. Yeah. And the Browns went, like, 6-2 and two in the final eight games. <laughs> um, they were, like, the up-and-coming team in the NFL. They almost beat the Ravens with Lamar in the last week of the year. Um, and and they can, were, like, everyone was really excited about him. I like, totally get the argument against Passaccia. I know, too. but like, they were, like, you know, Greg Williams should be considered for the head coaching job. And he was. He he 100% was. Um, he got an interview. Um, they just decided to go in another direction. That other direction happened to be Freddie Kitchens. Didn't work out. But I'm not going to argue that Greg Williams wasn't exactly the right fit. He was the right fit at that time. There's th- there's some guys who are really good at stepping in in that interim role and really doing really well. At first, yeah. Dan Campbell was that guy. He stepped in in Miami when Joe Philbin was fired and almost got Miami to a playoff spot. I believe they were 0-4 when Dan Campbell took over. They finished the season, I believe, 10-6. and so really yeah um, or something like what that. year was that 2014 13 i don't know 20 i think it was like 2014 they um, were they went five and seven under him okay actually i thought they did a lot better than that they must have not been as bad when Philbin got fired because they almost made the playoffs with uh, dan campbell as the interim head coach but he was that guy um that everyone thought you know he can't do it in a full-time capacity but he's good to step in when your coach's fired and you need a rallying cry for your team Dan Campbell's going to rally your team, and all of a sudden they realize that can work in a long-term capacity, and now he's the head coach of the Lions, and the future seems pretty bright there, at least with him at the helm. So 
you know, as for Basaccia, I don't think he will get the Raiders job, but you know, he'll land on, he'll land nicely on his feet. I mean, he's a great special teams coordinator. I know he's well respected around the league in that role. So I could see him staying. T- I could see him staying too under the next head coach. I mean, special teams coordinators don't tend to really go a lot of places very much. They rarely get. I mean, they get fired a lot, but like they're not like they're not like premium exactly. So they tend to hang around. Um, but he'll he'll land softly on his feet, even if he doesn't get the job. Um, I have seen some other things of like basically every team has basically put in an uh a interview request for Brian Flores. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the interview list right now because I know um, the Giants have Bears. an interview the Giants coming have up interviewed one, one guy, yeah. one guy up until now, Dan Quinn. Uh, and Dan Quinn, the yeah. Bears have interviewed like Bears? everyone. Well, Bears, Dan I'm Quinn. Looking at their list, Dan right Quinn did now, all of his interviews in two days. Yeah, it's it was Dennis, insane for the Bears. It's Dennis Allen, Todd Bowles, Jim Caldwell, Brian Dable. Matt Eberflus, who had yeah, his second interview with Colts the Bears and the Jags. He had his second interview either yesterday or I think it's today. He has two second interviews. They love yeah. him. And he yeah. was I, actually, don't, I don't know. I, I really I like Eberflus, but I don't know if he's a fit in Chicago. I want I think the Bears have stuff. to go offensive. Yeah. Um I think just they, get just get the best guy. And here's like, the thing, like is it interviewed if, is it Dable? Possibly is Dable, but at the same time, I think like I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is he really? Sometimes I sometimes wonder for offensive coordinators: is it him or is it your quarterback? Like your quarterback is arguably. Ooh, I don't know. Your uh, your quarterback is arguably the most talented quarterback in the NFL. I like but they. They really work together to get there. I mean, they were bad. The first they were bad together. The first season that they, they were together, way. they were not. I mean, they made the playoffs, but they were a eh, team. They were like Josh Allen was still inaccurate. I think he gets a lot of credit for what Allen's become. I think he does, and he should. I just don't know if he's. I don't know if he can do it in I, a head coaching role, because a lot of you see with a lot of play callers, they take over the entire set of the team, and their play calling takes a hit because their focus has to go different ways. And then all of a sudden, the talk is. I oh, think Dable would work if he had a defensive coordinator who establishes himself. Well, don't they have Desai? They do have yeah, decide, do. but I mean, he's under. He might leave because he's getting other interviews right now. But I think from I think Bears fans, I don't think he. I don't think he would make a lateral move. I don't think he would do that. Maybe. I mean, oh, I man, think th- I, this would be a dream scenario for me. Hire because Brian Flores is a guy that he won in Miami, and he still got fired because Stephen Ross, reason. the Dolphins over, is an idiot. Um, <laughs> because you know, it, Brian Flores is a guy that's not going to stand up to no BS. He's not. He's not like some of the most some, most of these coaches these days, in my opinion. And if we can bring back a, a, hire Brian Flores and then bring in Vic Fangio back as our defensive coordinator, that'd be the dream scenario. Yeah, because Fangio. I I love Vic Fangio. Not, what he did for our, yeah. for this defense in 2018 was amazing. And then it just shows when he left for Denver in 2019. This you know the defense took a bit of a, a regression. So. The Bears have also interviewed Leslie Frazier. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams have interviewed Nathaniel Leslie Frazier. Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. Byron Leftwich. Doug okay. Peterson and Dan Quinn. Doug Peterson, I think, would be a good fit in Chicago, too. I really do. I think Chicago. I mean, you want a Super Chicago Bowl. Chicago and Jacksonville would be perfect places for Doug Peterson because they both just need grown-ups in the building who know how to develop a quarterback. And those two coaches know how to do that. Carson Wentz was an MVP under Doug Peterson before he got hurt yeah. and hurt his mental brain but doug, <laughs> doug peterson i thought was perfect for jacksonville but sounds like they may go with e- uh, eberflus and that's 
that would be wild to me. But two names I'm surprised to see on the uh, not see on the list are B Enemy and Moore. Well, oh, Kellen Moore. Moore's had a lot of interviews. Yeah, just not with the Bears. Not with the Bears. The enemy either. Well, they I might said... have been scared off after you called a quarterback draw. Yeah, uh, in. Um, but we'll I'm talk about that more. game here a little later. But that'll be enough for coaching news. I, obviously, we haven't had any hires yet. We're probably not going to see any until probably at least Super Bowl week is usually probably when we start seeing some come in. Um, just because everybody has to be able to get interviewed. And right now you have some coordinators that just can't really be interviewed in their full capacity right now. So let's move on to the games from last week. We're going to try to go in depth on each one, even though I didn't. There was one I did not watch at all because I had to work. But Raiders Bengals, first game of the weekend. I did watch this one. This was a fantastic game. What'd you guys thought? Great. I mean, great game. Most of the honestly, most of the game wasn't amazing, but that that finish was something else because when I was watching, I was like, okay, are the Bengals really going to do this again? Are they really going to pull Bengals in the playoffs? Because we, we all remember in 2015 where they were so close to being the Steelers in that wild card game and they blew it. Were they really going to do it again? Obviously, not the case. So. Well, also, it's been like 31 years. Yeah, it's been like, yeah, 31, 32 years since they've won a playoff game. So, good for them. Even, of course, they picked the Raiders, pick against Joe Burrow. So, that wasn't great, but great for their fans. And I love how Zach, how Zach Taylor went to a Cincinnati bar and just gave the game all to the fans. That, that was amazing. Fantastic. Cool. And did you see the story? He got he actually got carded. Yeah. <laughs> he got carded. He got carded because he looked so young. <laughs> like, oh, whoever man. whoever was that, whoever was that bouncer, funny. like, really? Like, you're not a Bengals fan? Like, come on now. Um, I think Derek Carr showcasing what he can do is going to be – is gonna be interesting because I think he'll be quarterback in Cleveland next year. No, that there's no, no, no maybe. Chance. I'll tell you right now, there's no chance. Could happen. <laughs> it's not happening. I mean, I don't. Crazy yeah, thing. I think because the I other thing is that would mean Carr. the Raiders would take on Baker and they won't do that. I think they stick maybe. with Derek. The Browns Carr are not here. going. Here's the here's things I'll say about the Browns because I just don't really want to talk about the Browns right now, but. The Browns are not going to trade for a QB unless that other team will take Baker Mayfield. And until he is out four to six months, he just got surgery on Wednesday yeah. for his labrum. So he is his shoulder is fixed. It was successful. It's a four to six month recovery. He can't get out of a sling for like six weeks. So we're he's not even going to be able to get medical clearance until probably June at the earliest. So I don't think any team's touching Baker Mayfield until they know until they get kind of a green light on his health. And I think the Browns want to roll it back with him next year. I'm firmly confident in that Andrew Barry has said it. I trust Andrew Barry as a general manager. They want to roll it back next year with Baker. And that's I think the reality of the situation. I don't think Derek Carr is an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. I don't think he is. Not healthy. Yeah, really? I mean it's interesting. I mean, I think with the Browns Baker Mayfield led the league in completion percentage in the first two weeks before he hurt his shoulder. He was electric. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the league the first week of the year. He actually was the best. I think he was the highest graded passer against the Chiefs than any quarterback in week one. Except maybe Jameis Winston. But we'll have to see. I think their ceiling's limited. But back to this game. Um, But I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought Derek Carr showcasing what he can do. Like, not many people were high on him. And he played pretty good considering circumstances being on the road mm-hmm. against Cincy against that top flight offense with the refing. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Jerome Boger. Like that's another story. Like that guy, like 
the NFL had to like suspend him for the whole playoffs because yeah. they were that crew was that bad. Yeah, I mean there were some missed calls in that game, but I will say like the one with the whistle. I mean, like let's be honest, the whistle blew after the ball was already in the air. Like Tyler Boyd had that entire defense beat. The Raiders were not making a play on that. That was a touchdown the whole way. Um, now the Raiders did think he stepped out of bounds, but there was no whistle when he stepped out of bounds. The whistle came like a second before Boyd caught the ball. Like, like again, let's be fair. Boyd had them beat. That was a touchdown, no matter which way you draw it yeah. up. Yes. The Raiders stopped and made it look easy and had something to blame it on. But, I mean, let's be real. That was, I mean, they shouldn't have blown it, sure. But at the same time, like, I don't know how the referees don't get together there and go like, hey, did you blow your whistle? Did you blow your whistle? Did you blow your whistle? Instead, they just like, no, we think a fan blew it. Like, you didn't even ask your officials if they blew the whistle. It's not hard to have a discussion. You would think. But yet, sometimes here we are and sometimes we can't even have a discussion. So, you know. It is a little bit more difficult, but I mean, good on the Bengals. I thought they, they showed, they showed a lot of I'm trying to think of what the word is. Just I mean, a lot of grit. I mean, they had a lot of injuries on defense in that second half. They lost Larry Ogunjobi, huge piece for that team. Trey Hendrickson to a concussion, and Sam Hubbard had a phenomenal game. Did they lose a corner? They lost a corner too. Uh, Mike Hilton. Yeah, it. Hilton. Yep. Um, but he, I think he actually he maybe came back into the game. But um, they lost a lot of players on defense, and they, they made that stand at the end. Um, the Raiders' play calling on the goal line was suspect at best. I have no idea what they were doing. Um, <laughs> but what I will say, like I said, the Bengals showed a lot of heart. I've been, I've been kind of suspect of their defense all year long. I don't think they're as good as people talk about, but they showed up um, in the biggest moment of the game, and they're going to need it again this week because King Henry's coming to town, and it's not going to be a fun trip. Nashville I don't think so all right let's move on to the nightcap first of the blowouts this was possibly the worst game of the weekend um unless you're a Buffalo Bills fan 47 (laughs) to 17 Buffalo takes down New England I mean I mean oh man I just I didn't like I picked the Patriots to win of course another one of my terrible picks but I did not expect the Bills to have every single possession with a touchdown so I mean, it was a perfect offensive game. Like Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick was Bill Belichick was definitely humbled in his first like. This is like probably one of his worst game of his career. Right? It was his worst playoff. Yeah, actually, no, worst, wait, worst defensive performance by yeah. a Bill Belichick coach team of all of all time. He had never given up four touchdowns and four possessions ever, and yeah. the Bills did it seven times. If you it, it, if you take out the kneel down to end the half, the Bills scored a touchdown on seven consecutive or six possessions. Six consecutive possessions. I mean, I should have known better because the Patriots have been struggling down down the stretch here the, these last you know these, this last month or so. Ever since that Bills loss, they have not looked the same like at all. So, I mean, it was kind of a, I think it was something that we were, I mean, I wouldn't say expect, but you know, I a lot of people were saying the Bills are going to win. So, yeah. How about Josh Allen? Yeah, well, how about Josh well, Allen? Well, he's pretty good. That, that was ridiculous. That was insane. In that weather too. Like I when you can barely grip the football. My that's favorite absurd. pass of the night was that floater to Dawson Knox. Yeah, that was crazy. That was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, he, I mean, it was he's ridiculous. Perfect. Mine was the throw to was it Sanders and I don't remember was it Sanders or Davis in the back corner of the end zone. Uh, it was like I think it was the 
their fourth touchdown of the half. They scored so many, man. He chucked one, like, from the third. I think it was Emmanuel Sanders or something, just chilling in the back corner of the end zone. I mean, that was an absolute dime. I mean, you that was like the he Aaron, threw that, it, like, over the safety. It was beautiful. Yeah, it, was it, was like, it was like the Aaron Rodgers. Remember the Aaron Rodgers throw against KC in 2019 where he's, like, trying to throw the ball away? He just throws an absolute dime in the corner of the end zone. I think yeah, that was kind of, think that was kind of similar. So yeah, no, I think he was actually rolling that way. Though I remember if he was rolling out to the left, and then he just kind of flung one, and it like yeah. was right over the safety. It was a great throw. Um, I don't remember who it was to though, so I apologize to any Bills fans. But at the same time, there were too many touchdowns to count. I agree with Manny. I, I don't remember them all. Um, I honestly stopped watching. Uh, yeah, I turned it like, off. I, like... I think the Cavs were playing, so I think I was watching them. <laughs> um, but I, it was just. It was remarkable to see a team just picked apart like that. And for the Patriots, I think after that game in Buffalo, here's what I think. Like, to me, teams were watching that tape, and they were like, man, Mac Jones only throws it three times. But I think in their minds, they were thinking, well, maybe there's a reason Mac Jones was only throwing it three times. And Mac Jones was not good. The final about five games of the year after that win in Buffalo, Mac Jones was not a very good quarterback, and he was not a good Actually, he was pretty solid in the wild card. I'm not going to lie. Mac Jones actually had a pretty solid day. Um, their defense just couldn't help them at all. Um, it was just an absolute offensive clinic by Dable and Josh Allen. I mean, just absolutely. Brian phenomenal. Dable master class. It was, the first, it was the first, like, perfect offensive game in NFL history, yeah. in the playoffs, in the playoffs. To score, they scored on seven possessions, all touchdowns, and the only two possessions they did not score on were a kneel down to end the first half and a kneel down to end the second, which don't really count as full possessions. So they scored on every possession, and every possession ended in a touchdown. I mean, it was Josh Allen had more touchdowns than he had incompletions. It was absolutely remarkable. And they, they look like, I mean, let's be honest, they look like the best team in the AFC right now, I think. Even though we haven't seen Tennessee play, I think they're safely, right now they look the part. Um, but can they can they cut off the head of the snake this week? We'll find out. Uh, now let's get into the early game on Sunday. This is the game I did not watch. Um, probably glad I did. Didn't, I mean, but um, I did not <laughs> watch this game. Uh, Manit, what happened to your Eagles? Uh, they played bad. <laughs> they played really Jalen bad. Hurts. Jalen Hurts is, I don't know. Sorry to any Eagles fans out here, but Jalen Hurts is not the guy. Like, come on. I mean, he's well, okay, you can't face. expect every quarterback with, to play well in their first playoff game, though. Also, especially with I understand, year. given Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager. Yeah, I mean, he's Devontae Smith is the only weapon, and when they can double team him, because Jalen Rager will literally not put his hands anywhere near a football. Howie Roseman looked pretty nothing... bad over the weekend by passing on Justin Jefferson for Jalen Rager. He looks. Yeah, that's every week. He that's looks bad week. for that. I see that. Clip. I still can't believe he did I see it. that clip of Zimmer and the yeah, they were laughing, office, laughing at the Eagles every week. So like they actually because they were like every so time. convinced they were taking Jefferson and then they did <laughs> it's it. So funny. They were so surprised and yeah. they sent the ticket in right away. Oh, they're they were like, like they're like Justin yeah, Jefferson. get Jefferson done done yeah ridiculous. That was crazy. Yeah, but no, for me like it's so funny. Look at some Eagles forums, like Eagle fan forums. I'm like, gosh, Jalen Rager. That man, you do not want to be. In I feel right now. so bad for him. I do but because like, he's had a rough yeah. career so far, and I think he's got a lot of talent. It just hasn't worked it's, out. It, it's not in. It's just Philly. not the fit. It's not the it's fit. Not, yeah. It's the same. Same thing with. It's the same thing with JJ Arthago Whiteside. I mean, like passing on DK Metcalf for him. Like <laughs> how how he was not get DK, that position They could right. have DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson right and now. AJ Brown. 
Didn't they take Whiteside before A.J. Brown? Or no, was it Brown right was after? gone. I believe it was right after A.J. Brown. I believe they were back Brown to back was picks. 51. And I believe Whiteside was 52. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, they have they have Devontae Smith now, and they can, they can try to get Chris Olave in the draft. They so. have three firsts. They do. Like, yeah. realistically, You better be Hertz taking a receiver. Not a bad, I found Hurts is really not a bad quarterback if you give him the weapons. He's all right. I mean, he had a lot of overthrows. I mean, I, I get the first career playoff game. I mean, I'll probably he be proven work. wrong, but. He has time. It's it's his first year with Nick Sirianni. Uh-huh. They made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Granted, very bad schedule. Yeah, very soft schedule. Like really bad schedule. They can run the ball very effectively, but though. I like I Miles just, Sanders, it, and I like that offensive line. Mm-hmm. I, I will really say if Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for Philly next year, I'm buying Eagle stock. I, I think they're going to be fine next year. I mean, here's the thing. Let's think about this, guys. They're still the second-best team in that division. Uh, until Washington gets a QB, which I don't think is happening this the year. Giants are a dumpster fire. Giants have two top seven st- picks, Still a dumpster fire. They'll that's still, that's no, like no, a three-year no. rebuild. See, is, if they hire Brian Flores, which I'm hearing is possible. The Giants will manage to mess up the two top seven picks. Exactly. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but at the same time, Gettleman's not in charge now. Kadarius, Tony. So good. I think he was a good pick. He just he was hurt for literally yeah. the first 12 games. Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Kitty Galladay, Kitty Galladay, a hundred and four, four years, mm-hmm. seventy-two. There, that much, whatever. For zero touchdowns. But uh, back to the actual teams who made the playoffs. I mean, yeah, for me, I want to kind of go to the other side here. Tampa Bay. I mean, with all their injuries, to look that good, and the fact that Tom Brady was that surgical. I mean, it was just same old Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, guys, yeah. it's no different. He has all these injuries. Doesn't That's have Chris crazy. Godwin. It was, it was crazy. He doesn't have Chris Godwin. He doesn't have Antonio Brown. He doesn't have Leonard Fournette, and he just goes out and just dices up that Eagles defense. That was pretty solid. Just cut him up. Yeah. Surgical. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's, and and also that offensive line is just. I mean, it's so. Even good. though I think I don't even know They're if Tristan, if Tristan Wirfs is gonna play. Might not play. Jensen's out for sure. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, they still they still have a pretty solid offensive line. If Tristan Wirfs does play, that's huge because if they don't have him. I mean, he's like one of the best tackles in football. So he's one of the best players on their team. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah, but Tampa Bay. I mean, that was nobody really thought they were gonna play look that good. Um, but man, I mean, that's dude, Tom Brady, man, he just keeps on going in the playoffs, and that is it is just remarkable. Now the game of the week for sure, and just the game with the most controversy surrounding it. Just. <laughs> An absolutely wild show between the 49ers and the Cowboys. Fantastic football win. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it, it, was. it was great. Niners get the win 20, what, 23 to 16? It did put me to sleep for a second, I will say. Once the Niners went out big, I was like, uh, this this could get but really But then Jimmy ugly. G, in his normal fashion, hands the Cowboys an absolute gift from heaven. I mean, like, first of all, I knew, like, the 49ers pick, that was the easiest pick ever. Like, I think every, like my it, whole family picked the 49ers to win. It was. The only problem is I thought it felt too obvious, and that's why I went with the Cowboys. I should have stuck with my gut. And is I, the Cowboys going to Cowboys? Oh. In the, especially Mike whoa, McCarthy. Whoa, whoa. Sorry. You got some breaking, breaking news. news. The Giants are planning to hire Bill's assistant GM, Joe Schoen, as their next GM. Really? Like he works so, under Brandon Bean. Wow. We could see Dable staying in New York. Or Frazier. I like to they see, though, that the, the Giants actually hired the GM first. Uh, that's really cool for them. That's good for them. Joe Schoen. Yeah, I think that's good. I think more teams are gravitating towards He's that. the right-hand man to Brandon Bean, who is one of the Best brightest GMs. young GMs in the league. Yeah. He's a so. very good GM. I yep. mean, being able to go get Stephon Diggs, I mean, that was... That was a great move. That yeah. was robbery, yeah. 
All right. Well, back to. Sorry for getting you off, Jay. No, we're all good. No, but back good. to Niners Cowboys, Jay. Uh, where was I? But anyways, I, I think I was just talking about how Mike McCarthy was just being Mike McCarthy because <laughs> not a Mike McCarthy believer at all. I think Aaron Rodgers carried his entire career I'm in Green Bay. I'm proud for that, man. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, what Mike McCarthy is I'm just an absolute I mean, clown show. I don't think they could win a Super Bowl on just Aaron Rodgers alone. He was spectacular in that postseason back in 2010. But They also did have an elite defense. They did too, but year. Mike McCarthy was a really good play caller back then. The only issue that I think Mike McCarthy's struggling with right now, the game has just passed him by. Yep. His, yeah. his offense is just it's too old. It's historic. It's too old. Back in 2010, his offense was really good. You saw it. They won a Super Bowl. He said he took when he took the year off, he said he was going to study the game and the new one, redevelop his offensive mindset, and then they believed that he did that, and he hasn't done it. And that's, I think, the problem. I and just like, think the game's kind of passed him by a bit. It makes no sense because Dallas seems like one of the easiest places to make an offense look fun. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. – it it's looked spotty. Like, it looks fun at times when they drop their 50-point games. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it slips. It's, it's tough you brought that up. The 2010 Packers – Beat my Bears in the NFC Championship. Absolutely brutal with Caleb Hain, Jay Cutler on the bike on, the, on bike. the bike. Yeah, I remember. I, and then the t- was... the BJ Raji fat guy oh, touchdown. BJ Raji, oh. man, love that so guy. So bad. Any, anyways, <laughs> but back to the Cowboys. I mean, it's just so funny because nobody likes the Cowboys except any Cowboys fans are listening to this. But yeah, it was great. Lo- loved watching that from the 49ers. I mean, it's just Kyle Shanahan at the end there, like. How are you not guarding the sidelines and letting the and letting the Cowboys just run free? Yeah, I that's the other the issue that I it. have with. I mean, now we can probably get to the for, the, the the draw call. Um, I I don't know why the Cowboys decided to do anything different. I mean, the 49ers just kept saying we're going to drop back and we're going to let you just throw the ball to the sideline anytime you want. Like, if you think about it, if Dak, if they just keep that strategy. Dak probably picks up, I'd say, about 15 more yards. They're probably on about the 20. They're in between probably the 20 and the 15-yard line, and they probably have about eight seconds left, which means then you probably get about two shots to the end zone from, like, the 20, which is not bad with the receivers you have. So you're saying instead of the QB draw, they should have passed it? To the sideline, yeah. They should have kept doing what they were doing. If they do that two more times, they probably have about eight seconds on the clock. But – from about the twenty, the 49ers came out with that sideline guard, which is why they changed. You the still should have thrown it over the middle of the field though, and then ran up and spiked it. You shouldn't run a QB draw. Uh, yeah, they got I the just... yards. Okay, I mean, the... like I, I'm not saying the play call was right at all. I'm saying I mean, there's a lot it, of people at fault for it. Got the yards, and then I think Dak just went a little bit too far. Well, that's the issue. Like Dak can be he to blame like, for it too. A couple yards too far, and then. In that game process, we've seen it happen earlier this year with Claypool, where get the ball to the ref. But see, that's the that's the thing that that's my biggest that's the biggest thing I'm upset with McCarthy about in this game. And it has nothing to do with the play calling or whatever. There was a timeout before. Why did you Mike, not establish Mike that? Mike McCarthy isn't calling plays for the Cowboys. Like we do have to take that into account. But what I will say is, it's one thing when your players know exactly what to do and they don't execute. Like, if Dak knows exactly what to do in that situation and he just messed up, that's one thing. Dak had no idea what the protocol was when he got up. He did not know. Dak did not know that he the ref confused. had to touch the football. Dak, Because if Dak, Dak knows that he sprints to the referee, Dak had no idea that yeah, the ref has to touch the ball. As a quarterback he is, uh, no offense, like, 
No offense to him or McCarthy, but they both, as the minds they are in terms of football, should know what to do in that situation and should communicate. And then the other, it shows a disconnect. The other thing about it is when you get up to the line there, you shouldn't even be thinking about spiking it. That is your, that is your emergency play call. You, there's no spike. You're not getting a spike off in that situation. You know, you have one play. You take the snap and you're telling everyone to just run a streak to the end zone. That's what you do in that situation. You're not going to have time to spike the ball. You have time for one snap. And so you have to just send everybody to the end zone. I mean, the spike, Fake spike the it if spike, you want. But... The spike gets it right there. It'll work. No, okay, but then you don't allow – you're allowing the – but then you stop the clock and allow the defense to reset. The yeah. 49ers were not in position there. If they run just streak routes down the field, you could throw up a jump ball to CeeDee Lamb and you probably have a good chance of completing it if Dak puts it on the money. So – there's a lot of things that go into that play that were yeah. just absolutely absurd. Um, what a weird way to end a game. I mean, I said the, the thing that happened afterwards, I said that's that's the way the Browns would have lost the game, this game. I absolutely feel like it is. Um, to me, the Browns and Cowboys are very, very similar. Um, Cowboys maybe are a little more like... Um, Better off offensively, worse off defensively. Well, no, but they're, they, the Cowboys find more ways to screw up games and when it matters. Definitely. Um, but the Browns and the Cowboys are very, very similar teams. Um, but, I mean, as for the Niners, I thought, yeah, offense looked really good. How about that defensive line? Nick Bosa, Eric yeah. Armstead were just in the backfield. I mean, they were living back there. Hopefully Fred Warner's okay. They're going to need him in Green Bay. If they don't have Fred Warner, they don't yeah. have a chance. Yeah. Um, or Bosa, for that matter. Nick Bosa, um, he, he practiced fully yesterday, so he looks like looks like he's going to play. Need, they need both of those guys. If they're not, yeah. You need to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers or you're not beating him. Um, yeah. Even though Aaron Rodgers is like the best quarterback in the league against the Blitz. You can't blitz Aaron Rodgers. But um, I will say, yeah, the Niners look really good. Debo Samuel had a great game. Um, they ran the ball really well. Debo it's what Samuel the Niners do. Ridiculous. Yeah, Debo Samuel is insane. I love, shout I out to the kid guy. who interviewed him at the end of the game. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was cool. sick. You know what I love about the 49ers? Before every game, they always have the boombox in the tunnel, and they just walk out just – yeah. Listening to you know, little baby or the baby or whatever, whatever that, whatever that artist is. I'm not the best of music, but well, they're both artists. Could be either one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but l- listen, just l- just watching that just makes me like, I don't know, makes me happy just because watching, watching the 49ers. So yeah. Want to hear know. a fun stat? It's a random. Yeah, go for it. Debo Samuel's run grade is higher than Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette. James Robinson, Zeke, Derrick Henry. Holy moly. Who's this? De- Debo. Oh, Debo. Najee Harris. Well, okay, but how many carries has he had to compare to those guys, though? It's a sample size type of thing. Yeah, this is true. He's had maybe 30 carries this season. Derrick Henry has like more. Derrick Henry has like 250. Yeah. But that was before he got hurt. This is true. So like you're but talking like, about a sample size here. It's a lot different. That's like saying different. that that that's like saying like a, a backup quarterback comes in, throws one pass for a touchdown. Of course he's gonna have a higher QBR than every other team in the league. Yeah, sixty rushes <laughs> for three sixty five and eight touchdowns. That's still not bad. In that sample yeah. size, that's not bad. But again, you're it's a sample and size. Like, Derrick Henry had like over two hundred carries for a was thrust into the role injuries and all that yeah. too. But yeah, I get your point. So let's move on to the night game. Uh, the other two seven game wasn't very good, even though it was close for the first. It was close for about the first quarter and a half. Uh, Steelers at the Chiefs. Chiefs win it forty two to twenty one. Uh, Mahomes four hundred yards, five touchdowns. What's new? Uh, Steelers took the lead and then 
fell apart. The TJ Watt touchdown. Yeah, that he, was great. I actually thought I was like, oh my gosh, like they're doing gonna what like he, stick doing around. He they were does close. Best they were hanging. I was yeah. like, the, the longer the Chiefs let Pittsburgh, hang that's what around, I was saying. Like when Watt scored that touchdown, I was like, oh boy. All like, you need is a little bit of belief, and, and then they, Mahal, they, Mahal they just go right down the field. They just crushed them. It's just what they're gonna do. They just go right down the field on the next drive. It's crazy. I am like beyond excited. This game's awesome. It's gonna be nuts. All of these games are really good this week. We're gonna talk about we, each one of them we in depth here. Better be treated up. better than we were last weekend. Yeah, these are fantastic if, games. If these games are duds, I will be very upset. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we can kind of wrap up this game. Like we said, Mahomes was sensational. Shout out Big Ben. Great career. Um, please retire. <laughs> He's done. Please leave. No way. Well, that, no yeah, way. He, had a, he had a great career. And I've heard the Steelers are like they're going they with Mason, like Rudolph Mason Rudolph next Rudolph. year, which is what? absolutely crazy to me. How you're just like agreeing to that? That's right a now. team I think that can trade for Russ and be a Super Bowl contender. I don't think Russ would go to Pittsburgh. I think they Why? have a better chance of getting Rodgers than they do getting Russ. I like really, that. but I think Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers isn't leaving. Rodgers isn't well, leaving Green Bay. Yeah, I don't think um, Rodgers. I think Rodgers stays completely. But I think I do think Russ, Russ has could a chance be, to go. But, Again, it, Pittsburgh. I think Russ is all dictated by where Sierra wants to go. <laughs> I don't think she wants to go to Pittsburgh. I think Russ to New Orleans to me. I mean, is, Sierra's in Seattle. Woo! Russ to New Orleans, that's I think, is it. Spicy. I mean, I, I believe next season Russell Wilson will be a New Orleans Saint. That's a Super Bowl. I mean, what's team. the difference between Seattle and Pittsburgh? I mean, C- Seattle's just and a random city. Seattle's a fancier city. I mean, Seattle, Seattle and New Orleans like. Like making blockbuster trades, dude. I think I think New Orleans. Jimmy Graham, yeah. I think I think Max New Orleans Hunger. is going to go all in on Russell Wilson, I, and I think they be, should. That would be phenomenal. They, honestly, I think that's yeah. the perfect fit. Um, I agree. But now let's move on to the last game, Monday night. <laughs> the Cardinals and the Rams. I thought the Cardinals could get it done, and boy was I mistaken. Um, Rams win it thirty-four to eleven. It's the same. Uh, old it was story never close. Cliff. It was never, never, ever close. So it's just the Cliff Kingsbury. It's just. Like, like yes. Watching watching Kyler is just so sad because what what he's done earlier in the season he was going to be an MVP candidate to watching him throw that horrific pick six that was horrible that was on, like on his own yeah. two yard line he had to, he was just taught he just made, made a shovel pass basically so yeah that was depressing yeah but good to see Matt Stafford get a playoff win though very excited so. about that made me happy. Yeah, yeah good for Matt Stafford. He didn't look great. Um, he didn't need to do much. He didn't have to do much. Cam Akers looked really good. Um, but OBJ. OBJ had the awesome. first touchdown of his postseason career, which was cool. Um, which put oh my gosh, which put Browns fans up in arms. But it's like oh my gosh, guys, like let's just stop. Um, I thought he had a touchdown in, when he made the playoffs no. in sixteen. Mm-mm. He didn't. Nope. I don't know who that was. Like, cause I remember Eli had a. He had like a fifty-yard touchdown. I don't know if that was throwing Shepard or it wasn't Odell. It was Odell's first postseason touchdown. Oh wow! It really was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean the Rams—they looked fine. Um. They definitely just—they didn't look great. They just—they looked. The Cardinals were just so bad. Um. It's kind of one of those things like Kyler Murray just without DeAndre Hopkins, their receivers just cannot get open. They just can't get open. I mean. When you have, like, Jalen Ramsey covering A.J. Green, like, what do you want A.J. Green to do? Like, he's not they're, winning that matchup. They're a team that could trade up for a receiver in the draft. Well, they're going to get they're gonna get Hopkins well, back. I think they're, they're, they can make that investment. 
I think they're, they're going to get Hopkins back to make that Like they're fine at receiver with Hopkins though. It's just when you don't have Hopkins, I think nobody else getting open. I I think the thing is like there's Hopkins and there's nobody else that really can elevate the offense like well, They just got Rondell they just more they, they, they just, yeah, yeah. They just Moore, drafted maybe. Rondell Moore. They didn't if they use Rondell Moore like a Debo Samuel, yeah. they could do really well there, but I mean, wide receivers such can be interesting. And we'll do this more in a few weeks when we start Talking about draft stuff because I want to do you know we're gonna do petitional breakdowns we're gonna do yes we're, we're doing weeks I've on so much film we're doing weeks on weeks of I mean literally we're gonna need content <laughs> to fill after the Super Bowl like we're Sick. gonna dive into the draft here um and we'll we'll preview probably every position um but that will be in the future but as for right now I mean yeah receiver in the first round is gonna be very interesting I know the Browns desperately want one Jarvis Landry and Anthony Schwartz are in Miami right now as we speak working out with Chris Olave that's it yeah. and other other players it's not just those three there are a lot of other athletes down there right now but the fact that Landry and Schwartz are down there right now getting working with Olave is huge I think the Browns desperately want one of the two Ohio State guys at 13 Makes sense. and they're gonna get one it, at 13 you're guaranteed one of them they're, one of them's going to be there. Unless, Probably, unless Philly feels desperate. Because Mel Kuyper just came out with his first mock draft, and he has Garrett Wilson going to Cleveland at 13. So, yeah. which I would be very happy about. But, all right. That'll wrap it up for wild card talking points. My one, name, thing. one thing. Yeah, go for it. Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, after, yeah. After game seven as a head coach, 17 and 45. Is this in college, too? Arizona and in college. Oh, my God. Seven. Oh, okay, to me, you can't compare the two, though. College and NFL are two totally different things. Then in the NFL, he is. Let he, me do math. They went ten and seven this year, right? No, eleven and six. They so he six was after seven of start. So three and twelve, fifteen. Wait, did they go? Fifteen, and five six? and one. I think games, they went eleven and six. Fifteen, five and one in games one through seven. And game seven, fourteen. 20, yeah. uh, sorry, um, 9 and 20. Yeah. Past week 7 is Cardinals. Calling it the cliff collapse. I mean, yeah, I mean. The actual, the cliff that we've been talking about for Tom 2019, Brady like, he went 3-3-1. Three, three, and one, Then, I mean, I, I'm not going to really count that year just because the roster they have. But 2020 was inexcusable, and this year was inexcusable, too. So, I yeah. mean. I mean, both were, both were playoff position starts. Finished yeah. in the playoffs one year. Flopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get into some divisional round games. I have some storylines here, but I think we're just going to save it. Let's just jump into all four games um, before we'll make our picks for all of them. Okay. Um, let's just start with the first game of the weekend. It'll be tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this on Saturday at about four, same time, about 430. Uh, the Bengals at the Titans. Really fascinating game. Um, I think with the with the Bengals coming in. Not nobody ever expected them to be here right now, and there they are. And yet, nobody expected the Titans to be here right now as the one seed. I mean, this is like two of like two of like the most disrespected teams in the NFL. Even though like, I'd say the Bengals might be getting a little too much hype right now, but I'm still not sold on them. But it's te- the young talent. To man. me, Tennessee is so disrespected in this game. I mean, nobody actually think like Tennessee. I'm shocked they're favored. Really? I'm shocked. Yeah. Everyone, it's that bad? I mean, everybody's talking about how good the Bengals are and how Joe Joe Burrow is going to walk into Tennessee and beat the one seed and he's going to go to the AC title game and all this and it's like guys the Titans are really really good oh and by the way twenty two is back and he's going yeah. to bring the freaking hammer and then and I'm the excited underrated to defense. see Henry back 
I don't know how much of a capacity he'll be in. Uh, I know, I, I know they going. wouldn't bring him back unless he was a hundred percent and he was fully ready to play. But I think te- like as long as he's been away, with the adjustments the offense has made is going to be interesting to see. Is all I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him play because I've missed the way I've he runs. I missed him and. I, I really like their defense. I think it's extremely underrated. Oh, it's one of it's it's a top so three good. unit in the yeah. NFL. Top like three. The way that Jeffrey Simmons has has, has been like because you know for Titans fans they they even think he's been underperforming for the where for where he's drafted, but now he's been he's been way better now. So Naquan yeah. Jones, their yeah. pass rush is Harold even, Landry. Their pass rush gets no credit, and it's one of the best units in the league. And then their secondary, is, Kevin Byard. Most underrated yeah. safety in the NFL. So really Kevin Byard is really is good. Is Dupree playing this weekend? I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. And their corners have played really well, too. I mean, out on the outside, you look at some of the dudes that they have out there. I mean, you got Fulton they're, out there. They're and, putting a Lions secondary out there, and it's performing. And it, it has to do with the pass rush. The pass rush, is, the pass rush is getting so much pressure on – and that's the thing. That's where this game could be won or lost is the pressure. The Bengals still have O-line issues, serious O-line issues. And the Titans can really expose that. And if they can make Joe Burrow make some quick decisions, Joe Burrow will make mistakes. He's proven that. He's thrown – I think he he was up there for interceptions this year. Um, not saying that's a bad thing. I don't think interceptions are necessarily the worst thing in the world, um, especially for a quarterback like Joe this Burrow. Year? Joe Burrow? Yeah. I don't know if he threw four picks in a game this year. Or was it last year? I I know he's had a four-pick game, or I he had, like, a stretch probably. of, like, ridiculous picks. I think row. it was last year. Okay. This year, I think the most he threw – he threw two against the Browns. I think he might have had a three-pick game against, like, the Jets. Um, But what I will – like, yeah, I, this game's going to be won or lost in the trenches. And the fact is, you know, Cincinnati, their pass rush is hurt, and they're not going to have Ogan Joby. He's on IR. Um, Hendrickson, I believe, should be back. Um, But – I mean, Titans O line's pretty good. I just I think the Titans are gonna win on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Plus, I mean, like we said, Derrick Henry's back and that's like an extra blocker in your running back. And it it's just the Titans are I mean, the Titans are just they're really underrated. They're the most underrated team in the NFL and yet they're the one seed. It, it is kind of remarkable how they've gotten here. The only issue I have with them, which I mean, we'll get to the picks in a minute, but I just Ryan Tannehill, I mean, I think Maybe I could be wrong here because I think Ryan Tannehill could play better with Derrick Henry, but without Derrick Henry, he was not very good. So it always goes back to the quarterback and the playoff. In the playoffs, you know, do you have? Can you have the best quarterback play? So and I don't know. If, I, I don't know about Tannehill. And I'll so. say they don't have the best. I love Ryan Tannehill. They don't have the best quarterback in this game. I'm not going to try to sit up here and pretend that they don't. Yeah. Or that they did. They do. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's just close enough. There are so many elements to a football game that I think Ryan Tannehill is good enough. Um, and I think at the same time, he's got a much better roster around him than Cincinnati does. On paper, this is a mismatch. It, the Titans are a better team. The Bengals are younger. They're faster. I they think look, the offense is better since he's... I just... Maybe. Eh, not without Derrick Henry, not though. Not with Derrick, Derrick Henry. Henry. Back, Derrick Henry back makes it a conversation again. Because A.J. Brown's playing out of his mind, too. A.J. Brown's been playing ridiculous. Julio, Julio is healthy. Julio played nice. Yeah. For now, played Julio's nice healthy. down the stretch. He came and back. Ferkser is a really good tight end. Yeah. And the Titans are a really Westbrook good team. Westbrook Higgins showed out as a wide receiver three after Ex- having to start. I'm so excited for that game tomorrow. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Um, I just... Man, it's tough. But it's time to pick this game. Uh... 
Owen actually is in the lead. He has taken the Titans. Um, he has already put in all his picks. Um, so second place belongs to Manit. So you're up. Oh my God. I don't. I like. I legitimately haven't thought about who I think is gonna win this game until now because I think it's so close. Yeah. They, to me, like I said, all four of these games are fantastic. I think all four games could go either way. Um, but it's, it's on paper, it's going to be a fantastic game. This game is honestly, I'm really excited for tomorrow because tomorrow's like the day I get to watch football. Sunday I have to Sunday I have to do some stuff, but I, I'll be at least back in time for, I know, Bill's Chiefs, which will just be awesome. God. But um, uh, Bengals-Titans, yeah, Manit, you're up. Uh, Owen has the Titans. I don't know. I something about that Cincy offense just feels right. I don't know if they could repeat it next year. I don't know if like the way they've been playing is sustainable mm-hmm. unless they can get O line, which has to be their priority. Oh, they're going O line in the draft. I think to. you have to like, look if you don't it's then... one thing to take Jamar Chase at five. You're gonna be picking in the twenties this year. It's a deep O line class. That has totally. to be the choice. You have to. You, you can't put it off any longer no. than you have. And I'm not saying Jamar Chase was the bad pick. I'm not trying to say that, Bengals fans. I'm trying to say that this year you are in a position. This year you can't pass it off. Where you, you, you can't keep putting this off. You unless, have to get yeah. this done. Unless some, like, unless Nicole Dean slides, yeah. maybe. Which I saw him mock to the Browns, too, at 13, which is, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. That'd be, that would be... I mean, him and JOK? The, yeah, I was about to say. Him and JOK would wouldn't be one of the most I liked, fun I like JOK, though. Like, JOK does so many... JOK is, like... The fact is, everyone talks about Michael Parsons so much, but JOK was right there. Uh, he just got hurt. Yeah. Um, but, Big JOK. All right, it's time for your pick, Manny. Uh, you Cincy. Cincy. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go... I wow. think I think the offense wow. just... Whoops. Plays on fire. Like they have hey, been. I respect wrong. it. Like I said, I've, any of these games, it's, I it's believe, so close, can like, go either way. Um, but at the same time, I think, like, <sighs> Jay, you're up. I mean, you everyone knows who I'm going to pick. Yeah. It's my Super yeah. Bowl pick. I have I, going with Tennessee. Yeah, I have the Tennessee Titans but, to win yeah. this game. I just, I just think they're the better team. They got Derrick Henry coming I back. Guess this is the upset special, huh? Well, it's not an upset I mean, special anymore. Yeah. Um, but when I, I contemplate the Bengals just because you know they're kind of on a hot, they're kind of hot right now, but. I think the Titans at home can pull the, will pull this off. So to me, it's just they're they are you're right. They're the better team. They have the better roster. They on paper, this is a mismatch. It's it's not now. Will Jamar yeah. Chase probably be able to win in man coverage? Sure. You can't the Bengals have proven you can't win that way. They settled for field goals way too many times against the Raiders in the red zone. And Tennessee's red zone defense is a lot better than the Raiders is. Their defense overall is just better than the Raiders is. And I think I just Tennessee is one of those teams. If you're, if I'm Cincinnati this week, I'm taking the ball right off the jump. If I win it, if I win the toss, I'm taking the ball. Yeah, they have this. The, you have to, to strike first. Yeah. If you let Tennessee get out in front of you, they're just gonna bully you with Derrick Henry and control the clock, and you're you're gonna be out of time. This is a game, two different styles. The Bengals are gonna want as many possessions as they can, and the Titans are gonna want this game over in an hour and a half. I mean, it's just gonna be, it's and you gotta be able to set the pace. Um. Uh, another prediction: What color are Joe Burrow's sunglasses going to be after the game? Blue. During the game? Well, blue. Mm, they were yeah, like whatever, go, red gonna, orange last week. Yeah, I'm gonna go blue orange? too. They were like orange. a red orange ish last <laughs> week. Those are awesome, but yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go blue too if they win. So think, he's not gonna win. I don't think he wear blue. They're going to Tennessee. Their color is blue. I don't yeah. think he wear blue. I mean, he might just to be an absolute savage. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. I don't know if he goes Joe shades Burr. at all. He might go with like Joe the little Burr. like you know Clark Kent look, just with like the like the round glasses <laughs> and like nothing in them. I think I think the two swaggiest teams in the playoffs are Cincy and San Fran for sure. Yeah, but all right. So Benito on the Bengals. The rest of us have the Titans. Next game tomorrow night or tonight again if you're listening to this on Saturday. It is the 49ers at the Packers. Yeah, I mean. Aaron Rodgers revenge tour, Jimmy Green Gray. I'm well, not, we're not, we're not, we don't I have, have to pick else. it right now. I want to like talk about this in depth here. Um, the the, the only way the 49ers can pull this off is if they do what they did against them in the NFC, against the Packers in the NFC Championship game two I, years ago. They just run the ball like crazy with Elijah Mitchell and need... Debo Samuel because, like, I don't see any other way they can win this game unless like Nick Bosa, just in that defensive line, just goes, just wrecks, wreaks havoc on Aaron Rodgers. Debo can make and break that game, and I think a mix of Jimmy G and Trey Lance would really keep the Packers on their toes. As mu- as much as I know Kyle Shanahan's not going to do it. Jimmy G's in a limited capacity. Like, he's I, hurt. I he's think, hurt. I think, like, it works. It makes sense. He's hurt. They've been hinting Trey Lance could maybe see some action all week. Do they not trust Trey Lance, like, at all, like, this year? Like, because... I mean, he hasn't played well when he's gotten the starts. He's yeah, he has not. He hasn't. He has it, not. It's clear yeah. he has still a lot of growing room, up to do. Room, room um, to grow, yeah. for sure. Maturing and that's not any that's not a that's not a criticism of Trey Lance. He's a rookie in this league. He went to North Dakota State, which isn't you know, it isn't a power five school, it isn't anything like that. He didn't even play his entire last year. Um he hadn't played football in two years. And for a quarterback, that's a long time to just sit and wait. He's just got a lot to learn, and I think he can do it. I think he's going to get the reins. I think he's going to get the keys to the team next season. But yeah. he'll have an entire offseason with first-team sure. reps and all these. And Beathard's a really good backup to have behind you. He, he's a professional. He knows what to do. So, you know, I think overall, but in this game, no, I don't think you're going to see it much at all. Yeah, unfortunately. I so, I mean, yeah, I'm going, with the, I'm going with the Packers, though. I just think they're the – I even make my, I'm going with the Packers. I just think they're the much better team. I don't I don't see any scenario where they lose this game. Like I don't know. I I just think they're the much better team at Lambeau. It's gonna be in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. They will the Packers will get it. Done. Yeah, I don't know how much of a like a cold weather team San Francisco is. They kind of have the style to play it because they can run the ball so well. Yeah. But like this is like a weird one because like for me like the the Packers are a team on a mission. And, yeah. you know, we all know this. And Aaron Rodgers said that when he came back. Like, this is this is to win a Super Bowl. Revenge and they are or... they are probably, right now, the best team in the NFL. And they get this game at home. And their defense, though, to me, mm, it's – San Francisco's going to be able to put up points. To me, though – They have Jair, a pretty good defense. I, I just think – because remember Jair's last – year back. They, they, I know, but Jair it's going to be all year. I mean, even the Browns are going up and down the field on him. Zedaria Smith is back too, but Jair hasn't played. Right. You remember they had a really, they had a pretty solid, good defense last year until the playoffs began, where their defense was garbage. So I think I don't know. Eric Stokes may, is the difference maker for them. Hmm. Having Jair there was good for them last year, but where they really lost was Kevin King. Kevin King. And Eric Stokes is that difference maker. Like I said, where this game's going to live or die for the Niners is just, it's going to, you have to be able to get pressure. You can't blitz Aaron Rodgers because he will pick you apart if you blitz him. So you have to be able to get pressure with four. And they can do that. You have one of the best fronts in the league. Um, 
Bakhtiari's back for the Packers, isn't it? Isn't he? Yeah, he played Week 18. Yeah, but he's he back. back. He's back in full capacity, yeah, so he'll be able to be there back. with Bosa. So, but if you're the Niners, you like I said, you can't really blitz Aaron Rodgers. You have to be able to get there with four guys. If you can't pressure Aaron Rodgers, he is going to pick you apart because guess what? It doesn't. And they saw this firsthand, Week Three or whatever it was. It doesn't matter how many dudes you put on Devontae Adams. The dude is open. It also got pretty no chippy when. that game. He is open. It got very chippy that was a that fantastic game. game. That, that one was in game. San Francisco, though. Yeah. And what I will say, like I said, it doesn't matter how many guys you put and on Devontae Adams. He's going to be open. I liked the, the little Green Bay-San Fran rival, rivalry they've I had know, they're really Rodgers there. Well, it's, it's, it's LeFleur and Shanahan, yeah. too, um, because they're oh both off the same my tree. My Twitter timeline has also been... Just the photo, the stock photo uh, yeah. of the three of Lafleur, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, and McVay. And somehow oh, Washington, Washington ended up with none of them as their head coach. Well, that's the Washington franchise for you. And yeah, they chose Jay Gruden instead. Um, but, Jeez. yeah, I'm going with the Packers as well. I think just at home, it's the uphill climb for the 49ers and with Jimmy G not healthy. Yeah. Aaron, I just think Aaron Rodgers is just too much. Like I said, he's going to pick them apart unless they can get pressure, and I just – no, I don't think they're going to be able to do it consistently enough. Yeah. So now we're going to go to the other game in the NFC, the early game on Sunday at about 3 o'clock. The Los Angeles Rams going to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers in a rematch from Week 2 in Los Angeles, a game in which the Rams won, but this one in Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Ram, Do we trust the Rams? Can we I trust think, the Rams? I mean, the Rams have like um, on on paper the most talent, like talent wise, and the the best talent in the mm-hmm. NFL because they got Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey on that defense. They got OBJ, Cooper Cup, uh, and Stafford. Like they, on paper, that, that their roster is the most talent talented in the NFL. So. Cam Akers. Yeah, they have Cam Akers back. Cam too. Akers back after Cam that's Akers incredible. Tore his Achilles in July. Six months ago. How's that even possible? later. That's amazing. Unreal. Pretty freaking good. It's unreal. It, the act, the medical care that these athletes have access to is I absurd. Think, I think what Akers did is just more a feat of humanity than anything else. Like, yeah. it just that was the doctors were a great hand in that, but he willed himself yeah. back. Six yeah. months is ridiculous. That's it. That's it. That, Achilles is usually you're off of it for nine yeah, months. Clay Thompson you, was out for a year. You're off of it for nine months, and then the rehab is about another three. It's <laughs> absurd. That's that amazing. That's six. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's insane. But, yeah, I mean, the Rams. Oh, and also there's Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle's change of pace back. This game is just kind of crazy to me because Florida is a really tough place to go and play at this point of the year. And I know the Rams are a Southern California team, so it's like you should be able to handle it, but they play in a dome. Um, this is a, The humidity is going to be absurd. It's just one of those places. It's not easy, and it's it's cross country. And for the Rams, it's a noon kick, three o'clock here on the east, you know, in Eastern time. But is it three or four? It's a three o'clock kick. Oh my god! So for the Rams, that's a noon kick. Um, And I just that's icky. So and it's in Florida. It's gonna be muggy. I mean, tomorrow's in Tampa is supposed to be sixty-four and thirty percent chance of rain. So I mean, that's muggy. That's that's that means there's a chance of there's gonna be moisture in the air, and. I'm not trying to play weatherman here. It's <laughs> yeah. just kind of reality. Really um, man, but it's this game's really fascinating because, like, again, it could go either way. Um, but man, that Tampa looked good last week. Man, did they look good. Um, and the Rams, I'm just not sold on Stafford. Still, he played okay against the Cardinals. Like, he played okay. He played all right. He wasn't You're not special. sold on the Rams who blew up. He didn't up, need to be special. Out. He 
wasn't anything special. He didn't need to be. I know, but he's going to to have to beat Tom Brady at, on the road. Yeah. And I don't think he can do that. Fair. Owen oh. has the Buccaneers. And for the last pick, by the way, Owen did take the Packers. I'm going to take, take the Buccaneers as well. I'm going that I way. just think. You know, I, I mean, they're my Super Bowl pick, so I have to. But, I mean, I think they're going to Watch us all way. get this. Like, you know, on, you know on the graphics, like, before, like, the – during the pregame show, where they'd make their picks and they think, all pick, they all the pick Packers one team. One, the Packers one is going to be funny. Yeah, if no. that happens, like we're doing the. Oh wait, I'm going oh, with the Bucks. Pick, oh, he, the, Rams. the Rams are a Super Bowl team. He has to stick with it. Yeah, he has gotcha. to ride the Stafford train all the oh, way up the hill and die on it. Um, I look, it could go either way. I just, to me, Tampa looked so good last week, and yeah, it's just right now it is such a their defense is back. That was. I mean, their defense is playing as well as they played last year. And it's just this team, you cannot kill number 12. You can't. It It's just absurd. Like, just the run that he's on and the fact that he's doing this again at 43 years old. I mean, like, you're never going to see this again. Like, never. In our lifetime, at least. And it, it man, I just. I would assume not. I'm, I mean, I'm done. And this is also why I'm taking the Bucks. I am done picking against Tom Brady. That's fair. In the playoffs at home, unless Derrick Henry's on the other side. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not like in this in this game. I just I think the Bucks. First of all, I think they're the better team. Um, second of all, I just Matt Stafford, man, not sold, not sold. Uh, finally, the game of the week, game of the year. I mean, this is this is amazing. Can we ask for anything better than this? Um, it is the Bills at the Chiefs, yeah, part two. I, I, it's redemption for Buffalo, possibly. Only thing that would make this better if this was the AFC Championship game. It, is it, though? This is really the AFC Championship. I mean, is no. it? I don't think it is. Regardless of whoever if, wins on Saturday. Whoever wins, the fact game. that it, both if, of these teams have lost in Tennessee this year. Every sing, I think, have has Buffalo played Tennessee or Cincy? Because I know Kansas City matched up with both Buffalo of them played season. Tennessee and lost on that Monday night game yeah, that Josh right, Allen right. got stopped on the fourth yes, and short. Yes, yes. Snake they they did not play the Bills. They did, they did not, not play, play the Bengals. Bengals. The Chiefs Plus, did the Chiefs and the lost in, in Cincinnati, yes. though. That game would be an arrowhead, though. So, I think... And they got blown out by Tennessee, so... I think it's really even. It's just... I think this would be better in the AFC Championship game. It'd be fantastic. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, winner of the Super Bowl, just like last year. I mean, I, I like the fact... Position than last I like year. the fact, like, one of these two teams possibly going to Tennessee for redemption in the AFC title game. Because both of these teams lost in Tennessee. And Chiefs look bad um i think it's to me it's just a fascinating game we all remember the picture of stefan Diggs standing on the sideline as the chiefs celebrate their afc title and he's just taking it all in and basically where he put it on his instagram like we'll be back like I, you can make sure we're back and here's your chance um back in kansas city the place that ended last year and the place that you went into the season and you beat up on the chiefs they beat up on the chiefs um they made a statement with that game they did but then after that game they kind of started Slipped. going to, they lost the next week to Tennessee it's, and it started going downhill it's, again it's kind of an and then tale to last season where Buffalo started out no they started strong slipped and then regained again yeah. it's the same thing but yeah. they I mean showed up to Kansas City and it's, it's such a good that game. defense just dominated them last year I yeah. don't know how I'm gonna pick the Chiefs in this one I'm I, going with I, Kansas City too it's tough but I can't I just think I think the, Chief, the Chiefs, the Chiefs' offense just... is is on point right now, and I think they're peaking at the right time. Yeah. 
especially like earlier in the year about just how bad they were against the Bills on Sunday Night Football. They got demolished, right? Um, and yeah, I just I think they're peaking at the right time. So I, I, Owen is going with the Bills, by the way, which is not a shock. That is his Super Bowl team. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting to think about what Kansas City could be with like an established, true number wide receiver two next year. Like if they get maybe a Jahan Dotson, Drake London type guy, it'd be fun. They would really be scary. I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills. Ooh. Um, their secondary is the best in the NFL. It's phenomenal, even without Trey White. Phenomenal. That's um, that's yeah. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are the best safety duo in the NFL. Trey White locked down Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, I think this is. I think they're the best defense in the NFL. Um, and there's a reason with the way Josh Allen's playing. Like this isn't the Steelers. You're playing Kansas City and. Explosive offenses have picked apart the Chiefs over and over and over again. The Browns did it week one. The Ravens did it week two. The Bills did it. Um, the Bengals did it. The Chargers did it twice. Good offenses pick this defense apart. And I just think here on the road, it's is it going to be a challenge? Absolutely. This is You're facing a lot of demons here. This is, this is the place where your season ended. This is where your your you know your dream died last year. I think they get over the hump. I think they go into Kansas City and they they cut off the head of the snake, as I said, and give us a new AFC champion. And I mean, the, in my opinion, they would go then to Nashville for the AFC title game. Um, I just I think it's their year, man. I it's so hard. I mean, after the way they just looked, to me, this is like the Bills' ultimate redemption tour. You go play the Patriots in the wild card round. You just destroy them. A team that's killed you for years now you get your second chance at kansas city and then guess what then next week they could play the Bengals. i'm not trying to say they can't but if they go to play the titans a team that beat you this year in a game that you probably should have won like oh my goodness like this is it to me it feels like destiny for buffalo it does it feels like their year i'm going with them on the road in kansas city i'll take them owen is taking the bills as i said as well this game it's two two for this one well i think last year you can make an argument for the same thing. I think this game is going to be the true birth of the Allen-Mahomes rivalry. I think it's going to be their most competitive game to date, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really fun for the next 15 years. So let's get into some confidence picks. Owen has gone with the Packers for his confidence pick, um, which means he will... He didn't give me points. I'll have to talk to him about it before tomorrow. Oh, look, real quick. Um, well, no, no, he didn't tell me how many points he's like wagering. Oh. Um, I'll look for the spread though. Still. I know I'm trying to find. There it is. Um, it's five and a half. So he's Woo! taking Green Bay to cover five and a half. Um, That's big. Um, which is which is fair. Um, but like I said, I don't know how many points he's wagering. I'll have to get him to put that down or whatever. He doesn't actually know the rules yet. He hasn't been on the show yet. But now you guys know the rules for anyone who is new. New rules for confidence picks. You wager anywhere from one to three. On a spread, if that team covers the spread, you get those points. But if they fail to cover that spread, you lose those points. Last week, none of us hit. All of us lost points. <laughs> so, well, I put my faith in Philly. So, that, and he put all three points, and it really he could be really he could have could be the first. lead right now by a pretty significant margin. Instead, he's in second. Um, yeah, we'll like I said, back. though, that's the beauty of this. You're never out of it. Every game, all the picks we just made are worth three points this week. Um, and then, obviously, you can wager as many as you want right now. 
So, uh, Jay, you get to go first. I will take. I will also go with Owen. I will take Green Bay to cover the five and a half points. Yeah. So, yeah, Green Bay. How many points would you like on that? Three. Oof. Okay. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you want to go for all three? Um, I'm gonna go with Tampa. Uh, to cover three against the Rams. I like that one. I think they're going to win that one by more than three. I'm going to put two on it again, just like I did last week. Um, so Bucks minus three against the um, against the Rams for two points. I'm going to go completely opposite to you because I like the Rams plus three. <laughs> Interesting. So I'm going to go Rams plus three for three. See, I'm I'm still gonna play it safe with two, cause like three is a big hit. When you lose three points, that's the game. This week it's a whole game. It's a whole that's pick okay. wrong. I'm gonna go for two though. I have faith. I think Tampa's gonna win by more than three. Um, now I will say if, um, if the Buccaneers win by exactly three, we both lose, cause it's a push. Could we just not? I think if it's a push, we don't lose points on that. It's just zero. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a okay. push, it's zero. Perfect. We don't gain any, but we don't lose any. Yeah. 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 Um. That if the Buccaneers win by exactly three, that will be what happens. Okay. Sick. Um. But then they're going. I'm, I'm comfortable with that yeah. too. They're both all in on the Packers at five and a half. Um, that's. I don't know about five and a half. I think it'll be a field goal. I mean, that's game, a touchdown, so though. I mean, it's it's a touchdown, yeah. and they they cover. Um. So. That will be it for confidence picks. Uh, any final thoughts, gentlemen, as we move on to the divisional game? Get ready for Panthers offensive coordinator Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. No, it's not happening. But Why the it, heck would they do that if you're the Panthers? Why would you do that? They're, they're interviewing still... Ben McAdoo. Okay, well, God, that's <laughs> bad. Yeah, but they, I thought, oh, wait. They think Cliff actually, Kingsbury's I have bad? an interviews list for that. We'll talk about them. Mike Graw, Jay Gruden, Pep Hamilton, Clint Kubiak, and Scotty Montgomery. Clint Kubiak's a good one. Yeah. Because they're going to get a new head coach, and he's probably going to move on. Yeah. He'll probably not have a job. But so. Pep Gruden? I don't know about that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, yeah, with these head coaching hires, it's it's going to be fascinating. And we're probably going to start seeing some hires here. I mean, we just saw the Giants GM hired during the show, actually. I think um, they move on Dable and I, Dable's gonna be the thing. The only Joe problem is Shane. once the Bills, he can't get hired until the Bills are out. So if the Bills lose on Sunday, Dable could be hired as oh, soon as yeah. next week. He probably would be. Um, so it's just it's just kind of one of those things. We're gonna start we're we're gonna start seeing some hires here pretty soon. I, got, I think Jacksonville's really close. Shane's got so. connections with Dable prior to Buffalo too. Mm-hmm. So it it's like I think ja- I think Jacksonville's really close because they've got they're already calling in their second interviews. Uh, Eberflus, uh, I believe it's, Peterson has a second interview with the Jags. I think there's it's fascinating in Jacksonville. No way Dable sticks with Jones. I've heard. I mean, I've heard Brian Flores and the Giants are really. Um, yeah. They really like each other. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I mean, it it's it'll be interesting. Of course, we will be here with all the updates when those happen. Um. On the show, at least. And then, like I said, we're going to have basically when the playoffs are over, we're going to just be pumping out content, yes. fun content um, for the rest of the way until the school year ends. And we all say bye for the summer. So that'll do it for this week on the pile on division round. Hope everyone enjoys watching the games this weekend. I know that I will. And we'll see you guys next week for championship week in the NFL. As for Jada Coster, Manit Patel, Owen Ozust, once again in spirit. I'm your host, Michael Markoch, signing off. We'll see you next week.